Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, Gerald Peters. Welcome to the money flow. If you don't know, I have a podcast entitled The Science of Getting Rich. This podcast, The Money Flow, is available here on Anchor. It's available on Spotify under The Money Flow. Um, I, I push things mostly toward trading and finance here. Um, the Science of Getting Rich is more mindset, my lack of a better term, talking, preaching, motivation, whatever you want to call it. Um, so if you haven't had a chance to check that out, check it out. There's links to both of these podcasts. If you go to thepetersreport.com, it's like in the middle of the newsletter. Um, you know, the newsletter shows you the stocks I'm trading. It's not in real time. It's delayed. Sometimes, though, I, I, I have it pretty updated. I'm a little behind right now. Uh, some of you may know I've had a tragic incident in my family. And it's... I, you know, I'm almost at the point where I just can't cry anymore, if that makes sense. It's like I'm crying without ceasing, but I'm not physically weeping anymore. And it's not because I feel better because I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. Like, I'm dead inside. I'm dead. I'm completely operating on robo you know like a robot i'm just going through motions just repetition you know just the things that i've always done i just keep doing them and i don't know what else to do you know it it's such a losing a child you know losing a parent you know you have your whole life to prepare for that not that it's easy don't misunderstand me but you know i know my parents are gonna pass away but it was my expectation that my son would be at my funeral, not me at his. And the burden of responsibility of could I've done this, could I've done that, what did I do wrong? I will forever blame myself. And there's nothing anyone can say to me that's gonna make me not do that. So there's like no point in bothering. Um, I was his father. That was my job. I'm the king of the castle. This is, I'm responsible for everything that happens. And, you know, that's tough, man. It's, it's hard to swallow. Well, it's impossible. And I don't have an answer, and it's almost impossible to be creative. You know, I would try to be creative. I would try to write. I would try to do videos. I would try to do things that are, are inspiring and, and that's, you know, I, I assume over time that'll come back, but it's just not there right now, you know, and people, you know, people, people are weird. People would send their condolences and then ask me what I thought about a stock, you know, and it's like, dude, I'm not thinking anything about that stock right now. I'm able to trade because I'm trading on auto. I just do what I've always done. I don't really need to think about it a lot, you know. But no, I'm not taking time to research your stock because you asked me a question. I mean, you know, I'm just not there. I'm not in that spot, you know. And outpouring of love and support has been jockeying. 
I mean, shocking for my own trading community. I'm speechless. I, I, I didn't, you know, ask for any such consideration. I didn't anticipate or expect anything from anyone. And it's been pretty amazing. Um, you know, greatly appreciated. When you make your living as an entrepreneur, meaning I don't have a job to call in. I don't get to call in and say, well, <clears throat> we had a death, so I'm gonna take some sick time and, and your money comes in. That's not how my life works. Money comes in because I go out and make money or I do deals or I sell books or you know, I pull off successful trades. The moment I stop working, the only thing that comes into my house is passive income you know, in the form of dividends or rent collection. Now we throw in COVID, <clears throat> you know, and you know, almost 30% of my properties are empty and they're just not feeling, filling up due to COVID, you know, and obviously we have business reserves to try to protect the properties, but, and all of that's on top of, you know, a family crisis and, you know, family helps me run my business. And as you can imagine, they don't, they don't feel like working. Nobody would, right? And so, you know, tough time for me. So I just say all that to say that if I'm slow to respond, just understand, you know. Um, I'm working on auto, man. I, you know, I, you know, I've gotten a lot of people, and, and I know people don't know what to say to you, and there's nothing you can say. There's nothing that anyone could say that makes a person feel better when they lose a child. Um, it's just nothing, you know, there's nothing to say and there's nothing I can say to his mother. There's nothing I can say to his grandmother or grandfather. There's, there's, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing that can be said. And, and yet you, you got to get up. You gotta, you know, the world continues on like that's it. Prince died, everyone in Prince's family, you know, the guy was in the news for a minute. And now what? Now we all move on. And that's just, that's the world. You know, Buddha said that life is suffering. And it's almost impossible to watch television because you'll see happy families and people with their kids and it's impossible to watch other people post almost on Instagram, you know, because people are doing their normal thing. They got their wives and their kids and their families and, you know, it's almost impossible to watch TV and it's not something about drugs or death or suicide or, you know, something like that. It's, 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 it's impossible. Uh, you can't listen to music without those things or that was my son's favorite song or that's where he used to sit when we ate lunch or... This is where, you know, we used to go. That was our favorite restaurant and I can't go there and I can't watch TV and I can't, I can't even sit in my own house. Like my own house is a, is a, a, a tomb for me. Like it's not, it's filled with horrific memories now. And yeah, there were some good memories and it's easy to say, oh, think on the positive. It's easy to say that when you haven't lost, you know, the love of your life, like my child. And, and we didn't have a normal parent relationship. We were really close. You know, we were really close. And 
you know, everyone thinks their kids are special and that they are, they're special to you. But, um, you know, my son meant a lot to a lot of people. He also was hated by a lot of people. And there's a lot of ugliness in the world and we're getting death threats at my house almost every day. We're having ugly messages come in and of just horrific things. People are contacting his grandmother to say just awful things about him. Who would contact the grand, a, a grieving grandmother to insult her grandchild who died? I don't know what kind of human being does this. And I've had people say, oh, we'll just get off social media. And it's like, really? Okay, well, you just quit going to fucking work then and let me know how that works for you. This is what my family does. My son was an influencer. This is what I do. It's part of the things I do for money. I sell books. I teach. I coach. I run a trade. Like, this is what I do. How do I just not do that? And so it'd be like me telling you, oh, well, just don't go to work anymore. You know, because every time you get to work and you check your DMs and every day I get just horrific DMs. I get lots of great ones and love and condolences and prayers and thank you know, and support without a doubt. And then about every 50 or 60th one will be someone saying something just awful. And they're mailed and they're text messaged and they're emailed and they're posted online and they're sent on Twitter and just horrific, awful things. And I don't know why someone would say that to me. I can't imagine being a person who would take a grieving father and send him things and say, I'm glad your son is dead. I hope you die next. And these are the nicer ones. And I don't know if you can comprehend that. And this is something my son lived with every day. See, influencers are shit on on a daily basis by average people. People just coast comments and you look fat and you look, your makeup's cakey and you look stupid in that and look at that shirt. And you get this day after day after Week after week, just constant people just shitting on you because they feel like they can because you're in the public eye, you know. And I get it a little bit. It doesn't bother me as much. But I get it. Most of mine is now directed. You know. But I get it. And it's not even friendly banter. Like, we could disagree on, like, you know, I've had little tiffs with other influencers about, like, should you buy a house and dumb shit like that. And that stuff is just dumb in comparison. These are just normal things and watching, you know, people lose their mind over something so stupid and you're just, it's just a disagreement. And they go from, because you disagree with me, I need to crush you. Because you don't agree with me, fuck you. You shouldn't even be online or be in business. This is, this is the kind of place where we're at. Man. If someone disagrees with you, they just want to shit on you. You know, it's crazy. crazy so but I don't get to opt out you know it's not a day that I don't think man if I just didn't wake up tomorrow fuck this would be a lot easier you know and people don't want to hear that but it's true man it would be a lot easier that's not the kind of guy I am. You know, I'm gonna fight as long as I have resistance, as long as I have the means, it's part of the code. It's part of being a soldier. One of the general orders you taught when you join the army is I will continue to resist. As long as you have the ability to resist, you have to resist. 
It's actually illegal to surrender. And, you know, of other people dependent on me and other responsibilities and a life to live. And, you know, there was going to come a day when your children grow up and live and guess what? You're not living for them anymore. You're living for you. But it, when you think like that, it doesn't occur to you they won't be alive. So it takes the wind out and the plans you had, the things you thought you were going to do, and those things are just ripped, like it's just ripped. And you realize like anything can happen. And horrible things happen to good people, and it's not a matter of if, it's when. Like horrible things are going to happen. And I was thinking back yesterday of all the parents that I've, over the years that I've come across who lost a child due to a car wreck or drugs or suicide. and. And I remember, you know, when that happened, I remember thinking how awful it was, but God, the pain is indescribable. It really is indescribable. And there's some times and moments of the day where I just scream. Like I'll just be, like I work alone a lot and I've been making sure that I'm alone a lot. And, you know, my parents want to see me and I'm just like, dude, fuck off. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to you. There's nothing you can say to me. There's nothing you can do for me. There is not a damn thing you're going to say that makes me feel any better that helps me. You know? And I've had a lot of people say, hey, man, if you need to talk, I don't need to talk. Because there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say. You know, this is not me breaking up with my spouse. You know, that shit's hard, but this shit is permanent. This pain never goes away. Never. I'll never be happy again. Never. Without feeling guilt. And I realize over time, you know, but it'll never, it never leaves. The vision that's been burned in my head and there is nothing to talk about. You know, it's nothing. There's no point. And sometimes people don't get that. It's because, well, they're not feeling the same pain. And, you know, sometimes people, they're just being nice and I get it and I appreciate it. You know, if you just need to talk, but there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing we can do. Nothing changes. It is what it is, and the pain is still there. You know? And I don't want it to go away like that. It's supposed to hurt. It's my burden. It happened under my watch. What, I'm supposed to look for the out on that? I'm supposed to look for a way to make myself feel better? Huh. Only people who can say some shit like that are people who haven't felt that pain. There's nothing that can make you feel better. Buddha said, life is pain, life is suffering. He was right. There's good stuff and there's joy. 
if you have those moments and everything's good, you know, relish them. Because it doesn't stay that way. For anybody. No matter how rich you are, no matter what you have going on, trouble, problems, things. You know, I talked about this in my first book, You Don't Have to Die Broke. Part of the reason we get the buckets right, part of the reason you don't have a bunch of debt is because of shit like COVID-19. There's things that are going to happen to you in life that you can't fucking prepare for. Except to know they're going to happen. People you love are going to die. Some of them out of the blue, unexpected. More people in my life will die. People in your life will die. And you still got to get up. And you still got to take the trash out. And you still got to mow the yard. People might come over for a minute and they might help you and they might mow it once or twice, but they're not going to keep doing that. And they're not going to paint your houses and they're not going to collect your rent. They're not going to post your stocks and they're not going to do all that for you. They're not going to write your books. They're not going to create your content or pitch and sell your books. They're not going to do that. They got their own lives to worry about. You know? We're born alone. what we do so you know my message in that is just one to share it with you that you understand that if I'm slow to respond I hope you understand it's two encourage you to be grateful if you don't have tragedy right now be grateful for that if you have loved ones be grateful Don't slack up on your responsibility to be prepared as a king or queen, as head of your empire, to be ready for the unknown. To be ready. Because it could come at any time, out of any corner. Life's not guaranteed to anyone. Not to me, not to you. That sucks is what it is it is what it is right all we can do is live operate manage with what we have with where we are with what we can do that's it hey thanks for listening hey guys this is Gerald Peters thanks for listening to the money flow podcast as always if you don't have a free copy of my book you don't have to die broke Just hit me up by text message, by DM, by carrier pigeon, whatever, and I'll send you over a free uh, copy of the PDF. If you like hard copies, as always, I'd be happy to sign any of my books um, and get them out to you. Just click my bio link inside of Instagram is the easiest way you can get to all those. And then, you know, go subscribe to thepetersreport.com. I send out some emails from time to time to try to provide people with free value to help you with your training. God bless.